Hey everybody, welcome back to Dollar Dollar Bills, a way of life to build personal wealth and financial freedom. We are back today circling around on a topic I've talked about before, but I just wanted to touch on it again and touch on some different and creative ways of doing this in a way that is extremely passive. And that is looking at how you can expand, grow, increase your monthly income, increase your monthly, you know, personal revenue. And I think what's really interesting about this topic is, one, I've gotten a lot of requests in the past of, okay, it's great, like, let's look at our expenses, how we can reduce those, how we can spend strategically, how we can think very actively about insurance and shop around. And like, there's so many things out there that help us look at strategically reducing our expenses. But there's two sides to the coin. There's two sides of the equation that will help us grow our golden term our excess, basically our income minus expenses per month, which is basically what gives us the freedom and flexibility to then start building wealth. So I do want to take another episode to dive into some ways to maybe build passive income, maybe look at, you know, ways that aren't necessarily passive, but there's opportunity, so much opportunity out there for flexible, what I would consider part-time options, work from home options that will allow you to make money maybe while you're just sitting at home in the evening watching TV hanging out with your kids on the weekends, but you have access to your phone, binging on Netflix, doing these things that really are not going to move the needle at all, but allowing you to find opportunities in ways that you could be using kind of your downtime in a very, like I said, passive and very low energy and low and minimal concentration way and getting yourself to a point where you can make a little bit more money monthly. And that can really go a long way. And I've talked to people about this before, actually conceptually about a lot of different things. And I think it's an interesting thing to point out that I don't want you guys focused on how small a number is. So basically, if I'm telling you something and it's like, oh, you can earn an extra $50 a month or $100 a month, I don't want you to hear that number, understand right now, especially with inflation, that, you know, groceries are costing me $700 a month. How is that even helpful to me? It's a full tank of gas is $70 every time I fill up. So why is this helpful to me? How is this going to move the needle? But I want to encourage you that in so many aspects of your life, whether it's goal setting, whether it's expense reduction, taking baby steps, taking incremental steps and opportunities in the right direction. Again, whether that's reducing expenses, increasing income, that will add up along the way and it will get you to a point very quickly where it's making a substantial difference in your life. And I was having a conversation with a an ex-peer the other day and she gave me a great example of this. I guess her, someone that she knew went to a financial advisor they were in their 50s, so they're closer to retirement than they would like to be and don't have enough in retirement, as is a story with a lot of people. And basically, the advisor told them they needed to save X amount per month to ensure that they would get to their retirement goal in the 
limited time they had left before retirement, so 15 years or 10 years. And they took that information and just said, I can't do that, so I'm gonna do nothing. And I want, as I go through some of these examples and some of these creative ways to build passive income or even not so passive but convenient income, I want you to think about that because I have also had similar conversations with my clients and some of them, based on their quality of life, their standard of living right now, their income, they would need to start saving between two and $5,000 a month for retirement to get them where they wanna be in the time frame they want to retire in. Well, that can seem so defeating and can seem like such a huge hurdle that you shut down and so you don't do anything with that information. You don't do anything with your money because you're like, well, if I can't do that, what's the point, right? And I wanna encourage you guys to think in smaller baby steps because those baby steps, one, get you moving, get you the ability to have time on your side. But if you start saving a little bit more, spending a little bit less, bringing in a little bit more, those and create those habits and be consistent with those habits, that will get you a very long way, much quicker than looking at these daunting numbers and inaction follows. So I wanted to point that out before I get into some of these, you know, income generating ideas and some examples of actual real people and some things I've heard on podcasts that people have done that could be very successful for you and could be meaningful for you. So we'll jump into that here in a minute, but I just wanted to say, don't let big numbers, don't assume that you have to take huge steps and big leaps in order to make meaningful progress in your life. Whether it's financial progress, general goal setting, career progress, so on and so forth. Don't think that if your progress isn't large and substantial that it's not meaningful and that it's not going to build up to something very meaningful in the future for you. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is I have a bunch of kind of fun, what I call like side hustles that I want you guys to think about and be aware of as we are talking about ways that you can use maybe it's your free time that isn't really valuable free time so it's not quality family time it's not quality friend time you're just sitting on the couch scrolling through your phone and on social media you could be using that time to do some of these things and again they are they're ranging between things you can do online at home things that you can do where you can set your own schedule they are part-time options so you can do them again whenever you have a spare couple of hours or a spare 30 minutes but there's so many options out there and they just keep increasing and keep growing and I think it's something to discuss and consider so the first one is this website called free cash and basically it's just a compilation they bring together all kinds of opportunities in terms of short tasks that you can complete at your convenience. And basically you get coins that transfer into either Amazon gift cards, Visa gift cards that can transfer into cryptocurrency if like that's your thing, or even just straight up PayPal cash. So if you go to that site, again, you have complete flexibility in how much you wanna do and when you wanna do it, but you can make up to $1,000 or even more than that a month. So again, for some people, 
That is a substantial amount of money to have an extra $1,000. Let's say that you're basically living paycheck to paycheck. That would give you the flexibility to either start saving for your retirement, stashing away money for savings or your emergency fund. Maybe have that money for Christmas gifts for the upcoming year or birthday presents or travel for yourself or your family. That is some substantial amount of money that comes at a very, I think, low cost and it's a low barrier to entry for somebody who has a full-time job, maybe has a family and doesn't have a ton of free time. You can find time at your convenience to do some of these things. Another one is called inbox dollars and they actually pay you to watch short video clips online and then just answer a few questions about those videos. And they pay you in cash, which is kind of the other cool benefit here. So they don't pay you in points or coins or whatever kind of currency they come up with and then it translates into gift cards. This is cold hard cash that you can get. And just for signing up, they usually give you like a $5 bonus just to get started. So something that you'll probably do anyways, watch video clips, again, scroll social media and look at videos. You're doing it anyways, why not get paid to do it? This one's kind of fun. It's called rentafriend.com. And I think you guys have probably heard of it. I may have talked about it before, mainly because it's so funny to me that people actually pay for this. But I think the point that I'm trying to make is there's so much out there that you can monetize that people will pay for who have money and there is actually like a marketable and an obvious gap or need by people who maybe don't have time to make friends or they haven't, maybe they're socially awkward and they haven't had the ability and the connections to make a friend. And so you get paid, you can set your own schedule, but you can get paid up to 50 an hour plus any events that you're going to normally whoever's paying to rent a friend will actually pay you to go to these events with them but maybe you'll attend a concert or a sporting event dinners family functions it could be pretty much anything but you get paid to one go on these little adventures and take time out of you know on your Friday night or Saturday night or during the week with somebody so you get paid to do it and you get to go out and maybe experience something really cool that maybe you couldn't afford so you know I think this is for a particular type of person a particular type of personality so I don't think this is suited for everyone but I think it could be a really nice option to again monetize something that you're good at if you're really a big extrovert if you enjoy people, if you enjoy talking to people and being around people, this might be right up your alley. The next one, and I think you guys probably are aware of it, and I actually have a friend doing this. She's actually, she got into pottery and she's really good at it. She makes really cute cups and plates and all kinds of different stuff. And she markets it a bit on Facebook and I think also on Instagram. But basically she sell, I think she sells everything on Etsy. And Etsy does take a percentage of what you sell there. But Etsy is a really cool place where everyone knows about it. It's safe. It's fairly easy to use. Again, low barrier to entry for both the seller and the buyer. But it's a nice place to go where you can sell your art, your products, anything that you're doing that maybe is a hobby right now that you want to monetize. Great place to go to sell some things, get some extra cash, and you're doing it anyways. Why not put it out there, sell it, and make some money doing it? I think that's kind of a cool option. And then you're also not building up storage in a closet of things that you've created that you're just keeping at home. 
Now you're not being becoming a hoarder and you're making some extra money on the side, but still doing something you love. So I love that option. The other thing that I, again, saw from somebody that I'm friends with on Facebook is, and it's something I actually haven't thought about since college because I know this is like a college thing to do, but donating plasma. It sounds like she does it regularly and... I think once you kind of get the hang of the scheduling and if you, again, this one's a little bit harder because you have to go to a location at a certain time. Some locations like do or do not have time slots that you can reserve. So I like, they, you can't always make an appointment. So it could be kind of difficult. You might have to go during, you know, non-peak hours because I have heard it can be daunting and it can be time consuming to stand in line to actually donate plasma. But she makes anywhere between like 100 and 200 a month doing that. And again, you can sit there, you can read a book, you can, if you're in school, catch up on homework, you can chat with a friend you haven't seen or talked to in a long time, you can bring your laptop and do work. It can be kind of a multi-purpose visit. And it's something that, again, is very low in terms of the demand on you mentally and the demand on your schedule, but it's a good option to just make a couple hundred dollars a month invest that money and that could be a substantial amount of money at some point for you in the future. The other thing is I have a client and I think I mentioned in a previous podcast who on and off does DoorDash and so I I like options like that again because especially for someone who doesn't like to or doesn't really want to interact with people because maybe your full-time job is very demanding in terms of interacting and talking to people and so you want something that maybe you just want to listen to music and drive around in your car you want to listen to podcasts podcast, you want to learn a new language and also make money doing that. Things like DoorDash, Uber Eats, other options where you can be of service to other people but limit your interactions with people could be really good, again, for introverts, for people who don't really want that extra energy and extra time associated with something outside of their nine to five, but just want something that's less demanding where they can kind of drive around maybe in silence and you are with your thoughts and you have time to think about your week, your weekend, your evening. And I think, again, I just wanna point out that there's so many options out there for the type of person you are, the type of schedule you have, the type of needs and demands you have daily, you can find passive or, you know, semi-passive income so easily these days. And again, it can be working remotely. It can be on your own time and on your own schedule. It can be part-time. So there's so many options. The last one I want to talk about is actually one I've seen come through my email a lot is bookkeeping. And you don't have to have a degree. You don't even have to have any kind of special certifications to do this, but so many people need help with their bookkeeping. So many people either don't like doing it, don't wanna do it, don't have the time to do it or the bandwidth. And so bookkeeping is another one of those that is very much a flexible schedule type of activity. It's also a nice remote option. So again, as long as you have a laptop, you can do it from anywhere. So say you wanna travel for six months, you can do it while traveling. You can do it while being you know, in the comfort of your own home. And it's, again, another option that can make you a substantial amount of money. And you can use that money, again, to invest and put money in for long-term goals. You can put money in 
have it make 10% on average and then have your money start working for you. Because I think ultimately that's the goal, right? Is like the ultimate passive income flex, in my opinion, is having your money sit in accounts that work for you. Whether those are high yield savings accounts, whether there's in high yield savings accounts and then invested in CDs or certificates of deposit, whether you guys are opening, you know, traditional brokerage accounts and you are investing into various mutual funds or ETFs that again, go up and down with the stock market, but will give you that nice return. Whether you are investing in individual stock, there's so many ways to invest your money digitally these days that will not only help through times of increased inflation like that we've seen recently, but also keep that money growing and that growing money or earnings growing on top of your existing money. So your earnings are now earning earnings and your earnings earnings are earning earnings. And as complicated and as woo-woo magic as that sounds, it actually is pretty magical in terms of how that can then exponentially grow your money and your financial situation in, in terms of a snowball effect. So the last thing I wanted to talk about, because those are kind of like fun, easy, I don't really need to use my brain that much, something that I can just do in my spare time options for passive and semi-passive income. But I want you to, if you guys have money, if you have money sitting in high-yielding savings account or a CD within a high-yield savings account or brokerage accounts, or other examples similar to that are look at how much your money is actually making for you. So I actually gave an example because I had a friend who is looking to sell his company in the next couple of months and he was like, what can I do with this money? And I'm like, well, if you don't really know what you can do or what you want to do, I would suggest putting it into, there's so many CDs these days that are five plus percentage, which is a guaranteed interest rate of 5% on your money. So let's say, for example, you have a million dollars that you make from selling this company and you want to put it into a CD just because while you wait, while you figure out what you want to do, while you figure out how much taxes you're going to owe, you know, you, you want to have liquidity, but you also don't want it doing nothing and your money just sitting in a bank or underneath your mattress. You could potentially make $54,000 in a year. $54,000 off of that million dollars. Granted, I know a lot of you guys don't have a million dollars sitting around that you can put into a high yield savings account or a CD, but that's just a, an extreme example of how much money your money could make for you by just putting it strategically in a specific spot. You're literally just parking it somewhere and it's making $54,000 for you a year. I know people who make that in a year at their full-time job. So. I wanted to give you an example of what my money has made for us this year. So in our high yield savings accounts, and then I have been putting money and cycling money through CDs because CDs are just continuing to increase in, in interest based on kind of the environment that we're in today. That will change. So I wouldn't advise that, you know, potentially in six months that that will change. But our money has made about $5,000 for us in this last year. And we don't have a million dollars in savings. So obviously we're, I would love to be at 54,000 that it's making for us passively within a year. But that's still $5,000. And the other caveat there is that $5,000, I have to pay taxes on those earnings in those accounts. So we will be paying taxes on that money. But 
That's $5,000 that I didn't do anything extra to earn. I didn't lift an extra finger. I didn't do anything extra. I didn't send an extra email. I didn't, you know, sign up for anything. There are no strings attached to that money. Again, minus paying taxes on it. But that is $5,000 extra that I had this last year that I can use to go on a trip, that I can put extra towards retirement or my kids' savings accounts or for their college well, there's so many options that you can do with that money. And that is just, in my opinion, the most passive income that you can think about and that you can strategically start using for yourself in your own strategic liquid versus non-liquid money and wealth building. So that's the first example I wanted to share with you guys. The second example, and I have two real life examples of people who've actually used this strategy. And I know that it's possible that it could go away in the future. We're just gonna ignore that for now because we still have it and it's still existing. And if it goes away, we will kind of change strategies, we'll pivot. That's what you do. You pivot as things change that are out of your control. But the last one is credit card points. And it's also why I have such a hard time with people like Dave Ramsey and others who are like, if you can't use a credit card or they tell you flat out, don't you have credit cards and use them, cut them up. If you're in credit card debt, cut them up, freeze your credit card, don't use it, close your accounts. I don't want you to use a credit card at all. Well, I have a different strategic approach to that. I think you need to work on your behaviors that get you in bad situations regarding credit card debt because to me that is the root cause of the issue not the credit card itself it is the person as with most things guns weapons anything that can be you know potentially destructive in some way it is never the item itself right that is causing the destruction it's the person using it and so in this case when you talk about credit cards i want you guys to just be mindful that a credit card is another tool in your tool belt to use in a way that isn't self-destructive but is going to increase your buying power and going to give you literal free money as long as you're paying off your statement balance in full every month that is a caveat you need to pay it off in full every month. I have a great example. Actually, it came in passing the other day and it's actually my mother-in-law. I found out that she racked up about $1,000 this last year worth of credit card points and she used that to buy her Christmas gifts. So basically she didn't spend any money out of pocket on Christmas gifts this last year because she saved up all of her credit card points, which are free as long as you are not paying to use the credit card, aka racking up interest or fees. But she basically got a free $1,000 from her credit card company that she used to fund her Christmas gifts this year. How cool is that? The other thing that honestly I didn't even think about or realize, and I'll, I'll use this, I'll follow up with an extreme example of this to kind of show you the power of this. Credit card points, unlike earnings, almost anywhere else are tax-free, okay? So think about it. When you earn credit card points, you're not paying taxes on the points that you earn. You are getting those points in the form of gift cards, statement cash back, physical cash back, credits back to your account, but that's free money that you're either reducing your balance using, you're getting gift cards or cold hard cash 
sent to you that you don't, that is not considered income. That's not considered, and it's not considered a traditional earning. So you're not paying any taxes on that. That's the other reason why I love credit cards so much and I will never not love them unless again, things change, rules change, and that's driven by legislation. But you need to consider that that is added income for you. Think about it, that is added money that you can put in your pocket to fund a trip, to fund your kid's college, to fund your own retirement just by using your credit card and you don't have to pay any tax penalties on that. Huge. The last example I wanna give of that because again, it's it's really, I think it's as extreme as the million dollars that you put into a CD example, but I think even more so. I was listening to a podcast a couple months ago and basically there was this guy who shared an example of a company who spent so much money. I mean, they bought inventory, they bought raw materials, they spent it on marketing expenses, they spent it on advertising, websites, anything and everything they needed. They racked up so much money, so much business expenses on their credit card that they ended up showing a loss on their taxes, but they ended up, I think, racking up about a million dollars worth of points on their credit card because of how much money they filtered through their business credit card for those purchases. Think about it. That million dollars they don't owe taxes on, That million dollars is their money that they can do whatever they want with. They can use it to fund their business. They can use it to pay themselves and their employees. They can use that money literally for anything and it is absolutely tax-free. They gained the system a bit by looking on paper to the IRS that they are at a loss because they're spending so much money. And don't just spend the money just to spend the money. Spend the money on things that you're actually gonna need and use for your business to be profitable, to sell whatever you're selling, whether it's a product or a service. But use your company credit cards, use your personal credit cards to your advantage because everything and anything you can put on those cards will rack up points and those points are just quite literally free money. So I thought that would be a really kind of fun out there example to end on, but it just gives you a sense of, you know, how you can use your own credit card to your advantage and it is truly tax-free as long as we have points (laughs) available to us. So again, just wanted to kind of wrap this episode and give you guys some fun and cool examples of ways you can build your own passive income or your own semi-passive income around your unique situations, around your unique life to, again, fund retirement, fund your savings accounts, fund trips, and just you know make your life a little bit more fun and utilize your downtime a little bit more strategically. All right, guys, I will end it there. And in the meantime, respect yourself by respecting your money. We'll talk soon. 